Welcome back to Your Perfect Podcast by me, your host, Natasha Pukitamahakabi Brooks, mostly known as just Tasha or Tasha Brooks. In today's episode, I will be doing a Q&A of which I found on Pinterest. And yeah, that's about it. I think this is my last episode being alone i really want to get into collaboration i want to invite guests and have actual interaction human interaction in the podcast and also i feel like it would be good i feel like it would be good for me as well to not always be teaching or wanting to teach something but rather just learn while i'm also like engaging you know there needs to be like a point where you also learn and see things from different perspectives so yeah i'm quite excited and hopefully everything goes as planned and my next episode will be with a guest and then let's just get right into it so it is 25 questions i don't know if i'll be able to answer all of them but i will but i will answer majority of them and i'll try to be as quick as possible so the first one is what is your biggest day-to-day challenge Hmm. because i have went through the first two questions i feel like I don't have to think about this anymore. I think my biggest day-to-day challenge is being present, which is something that I've always vocalized on. Like, I do not necessarily become present in the moments that I'm currently in or would be in because I'm always looking forward to the next step. I will say, for instance, in a day, I wake up and i have class at a certain time i'll be like okay um when i wake up i'll be like okay i need to go to class i'm not necessarily feeling my emotions or even asking myself how i woke up and how i feel and stuff like that so i neglect my feelings so much so i'd literally be looking forward to class when i get to class when the lecture is still happening I would literally think about what I'm going to eat when I get home or like when I'm going to do an assignment or something else that is not related to what we're doing at that present moment. Obviously, I'm not like completely isolated to the present moment, but I'm not necessarily indulging in the moment. So I'm just like always looking forward to the next step. I think it is a thing that I have always done. Like I'm always looking forward to what's next and not necessarily appreciate what I have right now. Not in terms of like not acknowledging what I have, I still do, but rather just not taking time for the things. You you know you ask God for things and then when it happens you're like thank you, you acknowledge and appreciate them, but you don't necessarily take time in them to experience them. And I feel like that's the other reason why God kind of slows down. I'm not saying God's timing is not perfect. It is. But I feel like sometimes it just kind of slows down for me. Because he knows that if he speeds up my prayers, 
I will not necessarily, I will always be praying for the next thing. You know, life would be so quick. So, yeah. And then secondly, it says, do you find your work challenging or interesting? Well, in this case, I'm still at school. I'm still at school, sir. Do I find my schoolwork interesting? Yes, I think I'm one of those blessed people to be studying what they're studying. Um, I think I'm also blessed enough to study what I've always wanted to study. Not always, always, but like what I've grown up to think would be my career. And I'm very much blessed. So every day is challenging because I I went to a school that I wanted to go to, right? In a different place though, right? And with that being said, although it's a different place, it's the same school. And me waking up and realizing that I'm one of the few people that were chosen for a specific thing that I've always wanted to do is quite a bit challenging because there's a lot of challenge with being at a certain school or being at a certain or having to qualify for a certain thing and then having to do things their way because you want to be the best in what you do understand so that is quite a bit challenging and you never really get used to like how things are done but then you take it day by day it's a lot of school work you just take it day by day and you just yeah just do your best man that is what i'm trying to do so it is quite challenging but it's also very much interesting like i would say for instance i had a choice to rewind or like i had a time machine to go back in time and be asked if i still wanted to study this thing that i'm studying the course that i'm studying i would literally say yes um I just don't regret it there's no regret and i think that's amazing it it's it's shaping me so much as a person more than like the career itself which is crazy because you know when you're like um i'm doing this to help people or to help patients you know and then you kind of realize that you were the first patient that needed to get help from what you were doing so yeah and then um the third question is how often do you set goals for yourself a lot i set goals for myself a lot like every single day i set goals for myself i write down things i don't care how small they are a goal is a goal a win is a win you understand like I literally write down on my notes to-do lists every single day, if not on my notes, in my head, because those are goals. You do not have to take big steps all the time to get to where you want. You just take small steps that take you to a bigger step that makes, accumulates the whole step. Like, I don't know how to put this. Okay, you take small steps that accumulate and become a big step if that makes sense um fourth question is what kind of goals do you have for the next year i am trying to be open enough to 
to anything that God might have for me. I am no longer trying to set. I do set specific goals, but I don't like talking about goals that I set because I'm a very much intimate person and private person when it comes to my private things and personal things or goals or achievements. You understand? Um, hence, people did not know that I was going to start a podcast until I did. People did not know that I was going to stop um, a channel on YouTube until I did. You understand? I'm kind of like mysterious in a way. Because you would literally just... I would literally just... Oh, sorry. I thought someone was pecking here. I'm like, girl, I'm not expecting any visitors. By the way, I'm going to my parents' house. And I'm so excited. What did I want to say? Um, I do not specifically set goals that I would want to speak on. But I'm more open enough to anything next year. And this year, that is going to make me grow as a person. Put money in my bank account because I feel like I'm at that stage where I should start investing in things that actually mean something. And people kind of look at me and be like, oh my gosh, you should be enjoying. You should be spending money and enjoying. I am spending money. I am enjoying but I also want to start investing in things that actually have meaning because guess what? I ain't trying to work until I'm like 50 and then just start doing things when I'm 50 or like 40. I personally just want to achieve things at an age where I know I could work hard, achieve, and then later on enjoy, still have time to enjoy things understand then just always waiting and waiting and waiting i can still have fun be a child enjoy my youth and stuff like that i'm necessarily a child but you understand and also just have an adult side to me invest in real things you know want to buy mm -mm -mm, want to mm -mm -mm, you understand yeah um excuse me I'm quite hungry, so if you do hear a little bit of grrrrs in my, in my stomach, in my tummy tummy, don't be scared. When have you given up on something? Damn. I think I don't really <laughs> That's the thing. I don't really give up on things unless they give up on me. Like, I'm not the type of person that would give up on something. I will literally hold on to the smallest thing until it gives up on me. People, I only, I think, but then, with that being said, I think my perspective of life has changed. And I just give up on things that I see at that point that it would not be worth my time. You understand? Like, if something is not worth your time in the beginning... You don't have to go through all of that and then realize that you have to give up on it. You just have to give up on it because it's not worth your time. And then go do the things that are worth it. And if you want to give up on that, you hold on until you can no longer hold on. Knowing very well that at least they were worth your time. Personal, personal opinions. But um, 
I give up on things when they give up on me. I give up on people when they give up on me. I used to actually, pastors used to give up on people when they gave up on me. But now when I see that something is not working and I've tried my best and, 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 and. Well, it really depends, honestly. When you talk about people, it's different from your goals. You understand? Like, I don't think you should be giving up on your goals that easily compared to people that bring toxicity upon your life. Yeah. So I'm really much quick to give up on people these days because as much as we are grown and we're willing to put aside certain things so that we can we can live with each other, there's also like a certain extent to where you can accept certain things so you just don't allow toxicity in your life so you give up on those people. Not necessarily giving up in the sense that you will never ever speak to them or any engage in any manner but rather just knowing that your journey with them ends at a certain place and your boundaries should be set and you should follow your boundaries so i don't even know if that makes sense but you know what let's just move um Okay, the number seven is literally the same as number five, so I'm just gonna like, yeah. If you won the lottery, would you keep working in your current profession? Of course. I don't, I don't necessarily think I do what I do or like, I would want to do what I do. Or want to do what I want to do. (laughs) For the money of it. Obviously, like, you when you choose a career you do look at statistics and oh my gosh is that a bird you do look at things such as salaries and stuff like that whether you'll be living comfortably but then i'm also like not too picky when it comes to like money and i'm also like as much as i really want success I know that I have to work. It does not have to only come from one place. Because if I do something from my heart, I do not have to expect money as the main source from that specific thing only. Highlight the only. So yes, I would still use the money for things that I want to use it for. Like investments, things like house, um maybe build my own oh my gosh guys i can't focus and i also can't hear myself because of this bird build my own practice and stuff like that but besides that i would still be doing what i'm doing because i'm not doing it for the money yeah and then um imagine like i just in my head i'm like doing it for the money girl i am going to school for like maximum of six seven years and you're telling me that i am going to rather choose to leave the profession that i've been been studying and then leave it for money Mm-mm, get somebody else number nine do you think people have a high calling in life a higher calling in life sorry yes i do i think that i even i think that people everyone has 
a higher calling in life i don't think that people are ordinary i think that we tend to settle for the basics you know um i want to be this one get married have have children and then live life you know where i think that if we could all just tap into into our greater purpose or like our higher purpose rather we would be more than what we are now not only as a generation but as as people you know there would be so much more cuz i do think we have the brains for it i think we have the technological side of it i think that spiritually you can tap into the purpose that you want you know like we're not so close-minded as people from asian days used to be people from asian days used to be very close-minded so i don't think we're we're as close-minded as as them so young if for instance people from asian days used to be as close we're still as close-minded as now if we had a generation we we were close-minded as other people i think something that i want to touch on i really love how my generation is really romanticizing life right now but in that i really think that does romanticizing life and also settling for what you have as much as you should be grateful and romanticize what you have it was always never too late or not too bad to want more you know do not settle so i think there's a higher purpose for everyone and i think there's a higher calling for most if not everyone it's just that we can't tap into that because we're so busy with things that don't necessarily take us to places where we should be you know physically emotionally mentally financially and most importantly spiritually I think like right now everyone's just in so much in their own world that they do not realize how much spiritual growth is needed yeah um ten do you have you i don't know where i have where i read do you have um what have you been most proud of learning lately um that it's okay for me to grow up and cut off people like i'd always feel bad especially with my closest friends i'd always feel bad for cutting them off and i'd feel like you know what you're not doing enough you're not like forgiving enough you're not understanding enough these people are going through their own things and you should be there for them as a friend but then i got to observe and i was like would you rather just be unhappy with people or be happy alone you know pushing your own things bagging your own bag alone and i think just being alone for a certain time not always all the time but being alone 
in this this moment in my life is very much important focusing on what i want to achieve is very much important and if you're not supportive of that if you're not going to encourage me if we're not going to push each other to our best limits then mm -mm. it is okay for me to cut you off and it's okay for you to cut me off because at the end of the day we all do what's best for ourselves people are selfish people human beings are selfish and that's just it why can't i be selfish if you've been selfish i mean the other thing that i've learned lately is i've been learning about the mind um sensation and perception and i think it's quite interesting how in anatomy you would learn or in neuroscience actually you would learn how your brain reacts to certain things that you didn't even think it reacts to or how these things influence how you act as a person understand so it's been quite interesting to learn about that and it's made me quite conscious in the things that i do and why i do them or the things that i do not understand why i was so stuck in them I now learn how my brain is functioning towards like the things that I turn to do and I can stop bad habits and stuff like that so yeah um let's see I am proud of learning that it's okay to be alone and it's okay to not want what your peers might want it's okay to think out of the box it's okay to mature a little not saying do a 360 and start behaving like you're too old and stuff like that but it is okay to not want to stay at a certain place for too long who do you consider as family um family Family is definitely not blood, and I think everyone has proved that family can be blood, but is not always blood. So family to me is my mom, my dad, my brother, and my siblings, my younger siblings. Family to me are the friends that choose to be there for me. Family to me is the person that I will work hand in hand um romantically family to me is the one person that has always got your back so family to me is who i choose to accept in my life because they are acting accordingly um so yeah the people that are currently close to me and are doing their best to show the love and support and the people that I do also care about in this instance. Number 12, what role does your family play in your life? I think I've already like spoken on that. Um, number 13, what is your best friend like? My best friend is, my best friend and I have similarities. So I, I would say more like me not even more like me less like me but more of her own self yeah 
she is shy but can be extroverted she is smart but can self-doubt sometimes i'm not saying like she's negative and no i'm just saying like sometimes she doesn't see her own work in my own eyes and this is not coming from a place where i speak of negativity or anything i'm just saying i wish you could see her potential the same way i see it i mean um she's the type of person that doesn't like hurting other people's feelings as compared to me where i also do not want to hurt your feelings but i also not keep quiet and let you do something wrong and justify it or i'll not keep quiet um while you're doing something that i don't like or rather not keep quiet because i'm too scared to hurt your feelings if you are not treating me accordingly or if i don't want you to be present in my life um so yeah how much oh and my other best friend is very much positive um he is he's very much i think we're more or less the same people and we focus on the same goals but we understand our differences you know um extremely ex- like he he is extremely um supportive you know compared to my other friend but he's more of like the hype man in every single little thing i mean um something else he fantasizes success like i do yeah there's like living comfortably and wanting success and then you get me and my other best friend who just talk about success and what we can do to get there um yeah i think what else can i say oh he's very much confident it's a competition or comparison i'm just like i'm not comparing them but i'm also like trying to tell you that my other friend is not in the chilled side the girlfriend is not on the chilled side of life and the other one is more on the high pain side of life like there's you know when you know someone loves you but they're chilled about it and then you get someone that hypes you up and boom 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 all hyped about it yeah um um how did you meet your best friend my best friend my girl best friend i met at primary in primary i meant primary school in sixth grade and she was so shy and apparently i was more of like the i've always been more of like i'm not the popular kid no i'm just the well-known kid that has friends a lot of friends so she used to be very scared of me because i said like i used to hang up with a lot of people or oh, everyone was just like so much in my space and she apparently thought that i was 
yeah you know you you get the idea like she was the shy one the new kid and i was like yeah all groupy and stuff like that and so i did start talking to her because we currently like we emerged into a group and i don't know how but yeah then went to the same high school and then now we're at the same not the same um varsity but rather just the same province we both moved to the same province yeah and then um my other best friend i dm'd me on instagram and we started talking dm'd me regarding my favorite artist or one of my favorite artists and started talking started talking and then um we were were in different provinces so we kind of made a date where we were gonna meet up and then we met up at a boba at a boba cafe or boba shop and yeah it's been good ever since then so yeah and then how much time do you spend with your family i don't really spend time with my family i've never i don't think i've ever been like the type of person that is always with their family even growing up i used to not necessarily be depressed or anything but just lock myself up because i felt like mm, my family my family's personalities are just like overwhelming my mom is like this loud extroverted person not shy very confident very funny very outspoken you know and then um same with my dad my dad is like not strict but strict yeah and stuff so i always like i'm always i'm the shy one but also like not too shy i'm this introverted child so yeah i don't really spend time with my family but now i do spend time with my mom although she speaks about like she would literally call me to speak about the same thing every day i think it's it's how our relationship works yeah and with my dad we're still going there like it's still a working process i won't lie um we have we have had moments where it was really good and we've had moments where we separated and came back to each other but now it's quite good it's not like the best but it's like at a point where i'm old enough to be like you know what i appreciate the little that has to go into this relationship with my brother it's also the same thing as my like my my stomach <laughs> uh, what did i want to say i want to say um with my brother it's the same thing as my dad I don't necessarily think that we're that close but also like appreciate the little that we have to spend together you know yeah um oh child this has to be this has to be the last question because I'm so hungry I really need to go eat um okay this is 
asking are people defined by the culture they grew up in so i don't necessarily think that they are defined by the culture they grew up in but i do think that it has influence in the way they respond as behave and they respond as a behavior like their behavior is a response to their cultural backgrounds in most cases we all have different cultures and we're all grown enough to accept and also um what do you call this embrace each other's cultures without without being disrespectful towards it to the idea of you having a different cultural background and i think my generation is more open to learning about each other's cultures or even like accepting each other's cultures but i don't necessarily think that it defines us you know yeah i don't necessarily think that it defines us i think we are defined by who we want to be not necessarily who you want to be but we have i'm trying to say we have a choice in what defines us as people i don't think our past experiences define us i don't think um culture defines us but it definitely has an influence in the things that we do my culture definitely has an influence in some of the morals and behaviors that seem to come up as a result of my past experiences when it comes to culture see so, but it is a wonderful thing and it is something to be embraced with that being said thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode i'm really much excited for the next episode and i can't wait to keep recording if i do not give you guys as many episodes as should be please do bear with me i always go i always promise consistency but i'm being realistic and i'm also not forcing things so yeah please do not forget to go follow me on all the socials whether it would be personal my personal socials on ig i go by tasha brooks and on my podcast ig it is your perfect podcast you can dm me if you however want us to speak on a certain topic or just your ideas and your emotions and feelings about this podcast or even certain things that i might have said or things that just interest you and um on youtube i am tasha brooks on tiktok i think i'm tasha brooks i'm not sure but um if you go on my on my youtube channel i think you would see my tiktok handle or if not if i had not placed it there i'll do in a few minutes so that makes it easy and i really hope that you enjoy your weekend and that you take time to rest and but also take time to do your work thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate each and every one of you